0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series which syndicates for the A-List online. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith and the interview subject I have coming up for you is from Adelaide band Calibrium. His name is Matthew Mitris and he's the guitarist in the outfit. The reason for the conversation is to promote the band's brand new single, an excellent song by the name of Capture. So let's have a listen to what Matthew has to say. Here we go.
1: That was a fairly professional outfit. The website and everything has just recently been updated, all for the release. So, yeah, I don't really like screwing around too much because I too have a son. I'm working. I got minimal amount of time to do things properly.
0: Mm, yeah. Well, no, you, you you should be commended for what you've done here because it, it's a it's a it's a really good start, and it also gives people a um, you're not going to disappoint anybody, I don't think. And also to your 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 presence. Actually, is a good visual match to your music, which is something else bands yeah, don't seem to figure out. That. <laughs> you know, well, you'd be surprised. At, you know, I you hear some, you hear some music, and it's um, it might sound like you guys, but um, then they have gone for more like a skater image or something, or you can tell they've they've they're trying to emulate another band, and it's like, no, nah, sorry, it's cool. I mean, it's I'm, I'm like you, man. I'm time poor, and I can only pick and uh, I've got to, I've had to be picky because I just don't have the energy to do everything these days. Um, yeah, I, I but know when what you mean. but when I saw you had everything together and and the song's good too, man. The song is the song is real good actually. You know, it's um to me it sounds like okay. It's not that it sounds like this, but it reminds me of Protest the Hero, Butterfly Effect, Carnival, and something really North American but cool like Alter Bridge. That's the vibe. Well... That I
1: got. I do know the latter three bands that you just mentioned, and Ultra Bridge is one of my favorites, so that's good to hear. Um, actually, the reason I joined this band, it's kind of a long story, but this, Chris as a singer is amazing. I haven't found anyone like him. I think he's one of the best rock singers in Australia, and I think that's saying something. He's that good.
0: Hmm. Okay, I was very oh. impressed
1: with him. He's got, he's got the falsetto, he's got the range, and he's got amazing power. And then I heard Christian, the lead guitarist, You've heard some of the some of the other songs. His lead work is melodic and beautiful, and just it's great to listen to.
0: Yeah, it's it's is it is all a point. It's a nice balance and mix between everything. It's not like the bass is buried like it is so often with a lot of um, you know when I say indie stuff, a lot of indie rock and metal stuff where the bass is just a bit of an afterthought. I can actually hear what's going on there. Um, the drumming yeah, sounds uh, great. Yeah, when
1: you say indie, you mean just not on a label, is what I'm exactly. assuming. Exactly, spot on. Yep, exactly. Yep, yep. yep.
0: Yeah, that's so that's what I'm hearing, and and I'm glad it resonates um, to a point. And you mentioned that Carried is the name of the new EP that's going to be released this year. Is that right?
1: That is correct. Okay. I haven't got an official release date for you yet, but it will be coming out unofficially in the next couple of months.
0: <laughs> okay, and the other cuts, they sound like the one that you've sent through to me. Sorry, I should have the, uh, the name of it here and available because I was just listening to it a moment ago. Where are we? There we go. Capture.
1: Yes. That's that's the first release.
0: Yeah. So it's the rest of the EP is going to have a similar vibe to that or have you got some different stuff on there?
1: Uh, we have a bit of a mixture. The, the final song will be a seven-minute epic, which everybody is extremely happy about how that turned out. Um, what else have we got? We've got a slightly heavier song called I Don't Need You, which has been uh, played for about... Uh, previous shows that's kind of a crowd pleaser now hmm. and a couple of other special ones too but the one that everybody's really excited for is carried
0: yeah cool cool i can understand why carried by the word yeah yeah and it's um it, when you say everybody's excited about these are mates and other bands or so that you've uh, or the, the band you guys yourself that are excited about the way people are going to react to it i take it
1: yeah i think it just turned out really well as i said like all this, most of the stuff was written before I joined the band, so when I came in, I heard it and I was just really impressed. But Christian went to mix the album, sorry the EP with Forrester Saville, who's done countless massive bands. So he mixed it with him there and they were both super impressed at how it turned out. Bass sounds good, the vocals are beautiful, everything just sits really well and just and the song flows and it has some special moments.
0: Cool. Who else has uh, Mr. Seville done? Who else has he mixed or something?
1: He's done Carnival, Dead Letter Circus, uh, they're the two main huge bands that I can think of right now. He's done Twelve Foot Ninja, like a lot of big bands.
0: Yeah, there you go. So yeah, you you're you're keeping the right sort of company. and, and Exactly. Yeah, I mean that's what you need to do. This is what I, I talk about with with not for the podcast series, but for younger bands in particular and bands that I... I'm a covers musician, okay, so I'll volunteer that now as I think long-time listeners of the podcast know and consequently I do meet a lot of musicians and a lot of bands and usually I'm at a gig or at a party or or like a wedding or something like that and a young fellow will come up and say, oh, yeah, I'm in a band and they might be 19 or 20 and it's like, oh, okay, tell me what your strategy is and I'm by no means a, the Alpha and Omega on what and how to do things. God, I'm, I'm technically a failed... Uh, uh, originals musician, given that I was in I was in Velveteen and then Cross Trigger and nothing really ever came came of it, but then didn't really try that hard anyway. I must volunteer and confess that as well. But it's it's meeting and greeting these people like Forrester Savell that needs to be done and fairly early on when you guys have gotten into the uh, you know you got the forming and storming phase that you guys are going through right about now and you meet these people and it, it's not just the sounds that they can. Help you with it's the context, isn't
1: it? Yeah, well, it was a funny story that Christian told us when he was mixing the the EP. Uh, Forrester plays indoor cricket, and Christian had never played at all. So he asked him because he didn't have a member playing that night. Are you able to fill in? And Christian's like, sure. And then he ended <laughs> up meeting the Dead Letter Circus guys, which is pretty interesting because yes. they were playing on his team or against him or something like that. So you never know what's going to happen. You just you
0: just uh serendipity right there. Yeah. Serendipity, but if you make yourself a by, by making yourself giving yourself an opportunity to be in the presence of people like that, that's how that's how it works, okay? It's not like one of those things where you're sitting down one night and you decide to send an email to the media contact address on um you know, Des Fafara from Coal Chamber and uh What's his other band? Devil Driver. He's doing a lot of management these days. So I've only known this, found this out in the last couple of months because it's it's not really out there. But when you're working with these people, when you're working with these people, if you've got a if you've got the stuff that you guys have got, it's going to open up the door to other people and it's going to happen you talk about serendipity but it's going to happen in the most unlikely ways to your point but you've got to put yourself on the race to be able to do that and yeah that means spending money it means making sure that really i mean let's ask this question now then the other the you there's 5 of you okay which is usually uh, five people if you had to go on a tour bus tomorrow no not tomorrow in a month's time you had some time to pre- prepare for it would you all get along
1: Would we all get along? Yes, it would. That's the good thing. There's no point in being in a band if you can't get along with your band members. It's just going to fall apart pretty quickly.
0: Hmm. Yeah, indeed. God, there there are tales... Luckily for
1: us, we have no issues there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the tales are rife, aren't there, of bands um, uh, getting together and lasting, uh, say, a four or five-week tour or something like that and only lasting two weeks or so of that tour because they just can't stand each other. Um, Oz, I don't know whether you've seen, have you seen that digital tour bus thing that's on YouTube?
1: No, what's that all about?
0: So uh, I think it's called DTB, but digital tour bus. And a uh, whole heap of bands, bands very similar to you guys actually, take um, digital tour bus, or whoever is, uh, not well, they're not narrating it, the band are narrating it, but they take these people who uh, produce digital tour bus through the tour bus. That's what they do. So they show you where their cornflakes are kept and... Where the undies are held, uh, uh, pegged up to dry off after a show and, and all this stuff, man, and and you really feel the sense of claustrophobia. I've got to say, associated oh, with long time touring.
1: <laughs> a lot of these big bands they tell you that it's not a glamorous job. Like all the touring and the travelling is not the fun part. You get that one hour, two hours on stage. That's the good thing. But mm. everything else is just it's work. It really is work.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember speaking to Levi Benton from Miss Mayo. He's he's a tremendous fella, actually. And uh, I said, "What you really are isn't a musician. You're a professional traveller, aren't you?" And he goes, "Dude, yeah, you get it, don't you? You really understand it." And and, uh, there was another. That's
1: what I've heard too.
0: Yeah, well, you think about it. It's uh, especially on a financial front. Touring is really one of the is the key pillar of revenue. So it's it's as far as
1: uh, merchandise is probably your best source of income. I would say if, <laughs> I mean, if you're selling out, then you're probably doing all right. But I think just being able to ha- have things to sell is probably helpful for the smaller bands, for sure. Now, I that was the
0: only. It's not a criticism, so please don't take it as that. But I could be wrong here. But I didn't notice that if someone wanted to purchase a T-shirt or a physical copy of your material on your website. There wasn't a link there. I could be wrong, so correct me, yeah. please.
1: You are correct, and the criticism is taken. <laughs> to oh, heart. Please don't that's take as such.
0: You know, I mean, you've got everything. else. <laughs> no, that's all it's... good.
1: That's no, all good. We are working on that. That's that's another thing. Uh, it costs a bit more money, and we've got to figure out the logistics of how it will work. But it is, it's in the works. Let's just say that for now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Have you got some cool ideas for t-shirts?
1: Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say when I haven't released the artwork yet, but there are some, definitely some cool ideas.
0: Cool, <laughs> cool, yeah. Hey, let's switch subjects. Let's go to Adelaide, your hometown or your town of residence, let's call it that. So it's for it. an older fellow like me. Uh, the super, Adelaide was probably best known for Cold Chisel coming out of there or at least Jimmy Barnes coming out of there, uh, hmm. the Super Jesus. And now I've interviewed, along with yourself, I've interviewed Audio Rain and, as i Destruct. just struck, both bands are really good, actually. Um, what are your comments on the state of the Radelaide hard rock scene?
1: I think there are some very good bands out there that need to be seen. People just need to trust that they will see a good show if they go out. But it's up to the bands to put on that good show. That's the thing. I have an issue with local acts uh, saturating the market. So what I would say is if you're going to put on a show, really put on a show, and then the fans will come out next time you're there. That's that's my opinion on it anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, So so. it's a bit of one of those things where the bands need to communicate a little bit better with each other on socials and then get to know each other through having a beer down at the pub and putting on some killer rock and roll and heavy metal shows, you think?
1: That could help. Just I think putting even just putting in the extra money and effort into a show like uh, a light show would be nice because that's uh, something for the fans making sure that you have good sound like it all it, it's all it's a complete package I don't think you can let some of it go uh, astray like you need to put the effort in all areas that's mm. that's the way I see it yeah, like no when you have a big band turn. coming in. yeah when you have a big band coming here they're putting they're putting a lot of money into that show so the least you can do if someone's going to pay their hard earned money you can put the effort in too that's Maybe not everyone agrees with me, but I think if you're going to put on a show, actually put on a show.
0: Hmm. I couldn't agree more on that point there. Um, It's very hard to entice people out of their living rooms, uh, especially if they're in a similar position to you and I. We've got kids, potentially got a mortgage and other life commitments. And the last thing you want to do is go out and see a band doing their very best interpretation. And I love this band, by the way, but My Bloody Valentine, when they're not playing that sort of music. Okay. Um, Mm. you wanna see you you actually wanna see the full on Kiss style rock show. That's what you want, but you of course take a lot less than that, but you actually wanna see the band putting on an effort, putting on some effort rather than just have the four par cans that sort of change, you know, with the beat of every bass drum or whatever it might be because they're in sync with that. You know, they got the they got the microphone on the um, the four par cans and the, the, the the red, green, blue, yellow. Uh, orange or whatever it might be, light, flickers and changes every once in a while. uh, I guess in in this day and age too, though, I know what it's like in Brisbane, but in Adelaide, mate, what's the the live music scene like for originals bands? I mean, how many venues are there around that regularly put on shows?
1: Uh, The good ones, I'd say, there's probably... Jive is really good. We've played there a few times. There's a new one opening up, which was... Battler's Live, which is gonna be cool oh, yeah. Line Arts Factory. Okay. Uh, what else is that? The Gov is always awesome. That sounds great. So there's a few decent places and then oh, the Febby, obviously. Everybody loves the Febby. That'd be it mm. would be very nice to play there one day. But I think it's it's going pretty well. You just need to find the bands that you are really interested in and you know, follow them on social media so that you know when they're playing all that good stuff.
0: Mm. I've got a theory. Okay, and it's mainly driven by um, digital music consumption, the way we consume music these days, meaning that radios don't dictate a goddamn thing these days. It's personal preference, user preference. We listen to whatever we want, which consequently means that a lot of people are listening to a diverse array of genres, one after the other. For example, they might be listening to you guys and the next artist that they might have on on their playlist, randomly selected, Drake, or someone like that. So, what I'd love to see more of, and I haven't seen a lot, if any of it, really up here in Brisbane and the Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast, but a lot of loosely defined urban artists or hip-hop artists doing shows with rock rock outfits, because let me tell you, mate, there are a lot of hip-hop and urban, urban artists out there. And a lot of them do put on shows, but I think if we're just standing back a little bit and calling it live music, aka entertainment, there's a really big opportunity there that I just don't see a lot of people, um, they're not taking advantage of it yet in my view. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I think that's an interesting idea. I think if you're going to have a hip hop artist mixing with a rock artist, for example, I would say have a live band playing with the hip-hop artist and then they can do the rapping over the top and stuff like that. If you if you keep some of the live elements, I think that could be a really cool and interesting idea.
0: That's hard. That's the hard part to it, I think, because to your point, a lot of hip-hop artists do use just the turntable DJ and backing tracks. Um, there are a few really good hip-hop style bands around, but then they tend to lean very heavily into... Uh, modern jazz and funk, I notice, which is still cool, by the way. Um, mm. But but yeah, I guess it's I guess it's just as I say, my comments are driven and motivated specifically by the way people consume music. And just to put in a show like that, just to see if it actually worked or not. I mean, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. In other words,
1: no, I think that's a cool idea. There's nothing like live drums, though. So I mean, every hip hop song's going to have some drums. Why mm. not chuck in a live kit if it's going to be there with a rock band anyway? I think that'd be all right.
0: Yeah, that's no, it's cool. It's cool. So <laughs> um so you've got this EP coming out provided this does for you what you'd like it to do for you. What have you got planned next?
1: We as I said before, nothing official yet, but we will be playing how much can I say? We'll be playing an Adelaide headline show. Yep. And we're trying to work out a Melbourne show and perhaps I don't know yet, maybe Sydney, Brisbane. We're seeing how we go with that. If you have any contacts, let us know.
0: Yeah, look, there's a really good one here at Pushworth, actually, Michael Gives. Um, I've given, um, I'll, we'll talk about it after the interview's finished. But, yeah, uh, there's been a few bands that I've noticed that have, I've done the the link, and they've, they've come to Brisbane from far away as Perth, and you guys are about as far away as that in terms of the effort and and uh, that you'll need to put into Flying and get everything over here. So, yeah, um, mate, yeah. It, it can and it does happen. Yeah, so um, we'll talk about it after the interview. But uh, yeah, it'd be. It, I, I think to to your point about playing live, though, you know. And then, how, do you, have you guys play? Rehearsing is one thing, but how often do you, would you guys play live and get the opportunity to perform in Adelaide?
1: Uh, last year, we didn't have too many shows because we were just working on new material. But any time there's a band that will. Suit what we do mm-hmm. say for example I'll use Leprous because we played with them last year if Leprous is coming to town we will contact their management and we'll try and get on that show luckily we did because they're one of the best bands I've ever seen live it was incredible yeah. so we are always on the search and we'll try and get those support slots so you can possibly gain some new fans and just have an awesome time playing with these awesome bands
0: hmm. cool man cool
1: so always keeping an eye on the scene
0: Always keep an eye on the scene indeed. What's the... um For people that, that are listening that are from Adelaide and they might have stumbled across the podcast because it does happen and they have no idea how to find out what live acts are on in Adelaide and they want to, say, take a sample of some of the originals live music that is played there, is there a Facebook page or something like that that they can go to?
1: I think Music SA is probably a good one to have a look at. They usually have a gig guide. Um, other thing I would do is check your local venues like Jive and they'll have um, gig listings as well. So check out the good venues that we spoke about before and you'll definitely be able to find some good bands playing live.
0: Mm, sweet. Now, for those that are listening who want to reach out to you guys, listen to your music, badge you for some merchandise, that sort of thing, how can they do that?
1: I would say the best thing is to go to Calibrium.com.au. It's like color and equilibrium, Calibrium.com.au uh, same thing for Facebook, but everything everything is on our website. That's our hub.
0: What does that band name mean? Because when I was searching for you, I uh, came across some fabrication or manufacturing business with the same name. So has it, has it got enough theory? Yeah, or interesting? I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, you found it too? Yeah. So what, what, where does the name come from?
1: Uh, Christian and the original singer came up with that. Uh, they had differing opinions on different things. So they came up with the words color and equilibrium and smash them together. As far as I can tell, that's 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 um, my best recollection of the names.
0: Cool, it works. It's mem- it's it's memorable at least. Anyway, um, gosh, the amount is it's of... unique. I like that. Yeah. Well, look, I I don't know how much material I get sent to me, but I, I do try to listen to most of it, believe it or not, just to, even at least once. Um, and um, I was I was driving along the other day and I was thinking. What was the name of the band that reached out to me? And then it came to me. I was driving in the car, which rarely happens. So there you go. You've got to take a win when you get one. It's yeah, that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> good sign. Mate, that's it. Great. Thanks for, the, uh, thanks for the chat. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series, which syndicates for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that interview subject you just listened to is Matthew Mitras from Adelaide Outfit, Calibrium. Thank you so much for listening.